Hey, welcome back to another Focus Friday with Nate. It is Friday the 14th, and it is the second Friday of April. So I hope everyone had a great Resurrection Sunday this past weekend. Um, let's continue to live every day like we do on Resurrection Sunday, where we honor God and thank him for raising his son from the dead. Because without that miracle, without that promise, none of this would be possible. None of this would matter. Nothing else would be true without Jesus following through with his promise that if you destroy this temple, I will raise it in three days. And he did it without that fulfillment of that promise. No other promise would matter. So I thank God for following through on all of his promises. So this week, if you haven't already figured it out, uh, this is about promises. And, uh, I was reading through, uh, Luke 24, five. That's where we're at. If you want to get there, if you want to mark it, Luke chapter 24, verse five. And, uh, as usual, I am reading from the new living translation. Uh, so, Resurrection Sunday was April 9th, and uh, while uh, Apostle was reading this scripture, I was like, okay, and he didn't even, he didn't even read this one, this specific scripture. He said to read Luke chapter 24, to, to read about the story, you know, the story of the resurrection, the story of the promise. And this one specific scripture just screamed at me when I read it. And it says, the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. Now, if you need context, this is when uh, Mary and Mary went to the tomb with the uh, fragrances and oils that they prepared for the body, the spices for the body, so that there would be no decomposing smell. Because even though God promised that he would raise him, his son from the dead, even though Jesus promised, I will, I will live again, this, this crucifixion is not the end of the story. It's the beginning. That's what it is. Even though he promised to be resurrected, they were still going through the motions as if they didn't have that promise. And we have to be careful of that. So they, they went to the tomb. The tomb was rolled away. They were puzzled. They didn't understand where the body was because they apparently had forgotten the promise. And, uh, this is when an angel, uh, or angels, 
uh, appeared before them. And uh, it says, starting verse 5, The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. Then the men asked, Why are you looking among the dead for someone who is alive? And like I said, when I read that, it just screamed at me. And God said, Remind my people to stop looking at the things I allowed to die for the promises I gave them that haven't yet come to pass. The things I have to offer isn't among the dead stuff. The things I have for them are still very much alive, and the world cannot destroy what I have blessed. And you know what the promises are that God's given to you. And he wants you to know that you can rest assured, just as he did whenever he died and rose again, that he will follow through because he is perfect. Second Peter 1.4 says, And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. Guys, it's because of this that you get to walk in your promises. You get to live fulfilled in all he has for you. And I know this sounds, well, once once I, now that I'm saying it, I know this might sound like a prosperity quote-unquote message, but it's not. Just because God's promises for you are for you to have an abundant life, and abundant means more than enough, that doesn't mean that it's just a prosperity message and there's no meat behind it. These are God's promises. He's promised you a life of abundance. He's promised you a life of, of, of riches and good fortune. Not everyone is going to get it because not everyone can handle that. When, when, when the Bible says that he doesn't give more than what we can handle, First Corinthians 10:13 He will not let you be tempted more than you can bear but when you are tempted God also gives you a way of escape that temptation He's not going to give you more than what you can bear if money tempts you he's not going to give you riches to tempt you to allow you to be tempted God doesn't tempt I'm sorry I misspoke God's not going to bless you with things when he knows that you can't handle being rich because you'll just, you'll waste the money. You'll, you'll start using it for evil things. You won't use it for things that will bless God. He knows that if you have a love of anything and he knows that if he gives you more of whatever that is, that you wouldn't be able to, steward it well he's going to withhold it he's not going to pour out that blessing because God does not want to give you something that will destroy you 
So yeah, whenever we look at it and we say, God, why can't I have this? Don't you love me? Of course he loves you. That's why he's not giving you everything you want because he knows what you can handle. He knows what you can bear. And even in saying that, God's promises are still for you to have more than enough. And we can't forget that. 2 Samuel 22.31 says this, God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all of those who look for him, to him for protection. Says it right there. That just backs up what I just said. I don't know how else to put it to make it more clear than the Bible says it. But he promises to protect you. And he will. His love is perfect. His forgiveness is perfect. His law is perfect. His righteousness is perfect. His will is perfect. His direction is perfect. Everything about God is perfect, even if we don't understand it. As a matter of fact, speaking from experience, I don't think we have to try or even have to understand where God is leading us to get everything that he does have for us. We just have to follow him. Even even in the Bible, you could read through the, the disciples' stories of, of whenever Jesus said, follow me. They had no idea where they were going. But they followed Jesus anyway. Jesus told them, what he was going to do. He was going to make them fishers of men. And they didn't understand that. They were like, what does, what? what does that mean? You don't have to understand everything God wants for you. For you to do it. Because he will give you guidance. He will lead you. And he will give you the wisdom and the understanding when the time comes for you to step into that purpose. Whenever the time comes. Every promise that God has for us will be fulfilled sooner or later. Just like when God promised that the Israelites would take back the covenant land, and they did. And the, the fact that even though several people who were in, in, you know, who led the Israelites, for example, like, uh, Moses, for example, and Aaron, they died before they got to the promised land, but it doesn't change the fact that his promise was still fulfilled. See, sometimes God gives us a promise, and even though he gave it to us, we may not be the ones to see it come into fruition. It might be for our children to see so we have to keep walking in the promise. We have to keep striving toward the goal, the, the end goal, the, the promise that he gave us in order to, to see it in, our, in the next generation. We may not be able to partake in the promise, but we still have the promise. Even though Moses died before they got to the promised land, 
he still was he was still had his eyes on the goal of get to the promised land get god's people to the promised land and that one thing that god told the israelites failed Joshua 21.45 says not a single one of all the good promises the Lord had given to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. And I, I get it. I know that sometimes we, we sit around and we're, we're thinking about promises and I'm like, and we're like, okay, God, you, you gave me a promise. I want to see it now, right now. I want it everything right now. Truth is, it doesn't always work that way. Yes, the promise is still yours, just like the, the promise to get Israel to the, the land of Canaan was given to Moses. He still didn't see it. And God knew that if they got to the promised land, too soon, it could still destroy them. The Israelites had to wander and wait and go through several years, 40 years in the desert, which I think, if I'm not wrong, historians and theologians have said it was a two to three day trip in the desert, and they were in it for 40 years. 40 years walking to your promise. And after that amount of time, sure, there's 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 people in the Bible that are like, we would have been better off stuck in, in what we were already in. Without this promise, we, we would be better off. But remember this, the timing that God has for your promise to come to pass will cause an overflow of abundance to where even your enemies will look in, at you and say, wow, God truly is a man of his word. See, if we just keep steadfast onto the will of God and down the path that he chose, whether or not it takes a minute or a hundred years, for his promise to be fulfilled, the enemy will still look and say, I thought that that wasn't going to happen, but they said God said it. God said he said it. He promised them, and here it is. God is truly a man of his word. And I love this about God. Isaiah 45 and 19 is prophesied. This is, this is God speaking to the prophet Isaiah. I publicly proclaim bold promises. I do not whisper obscurities in some dark corner. I would not have told the people of Israel to seek me if I could not be found. I, the Lord, speak only what is true and declare only what is right. I love that about God. He makes sure that the enemy knows that we have promises. He boldly, loudly announces the promises for 
Alt here and C. And I think this is why he tells us when we bless others, not to let one hand know what the other hand is doing because he promises to bless us openly. I'm, yes, I, I know there's way more to it than that because God is, he just has a plethora of ways to bless. And I love that. I love how no matter what we do, as long as we keep our eyes on him and we keep walking in his footsteps, he loudly alerts everyone within earshot, as, as you would say, hey, this is my child. Here's my promises for him. And there's not a thing you can do to stop it because I have spoken it. I love that. I find myself in the car here lately whenever we leave the gym. My gym is right across the street from a Chuck E. Cheese. And every time we leave the gym and our son sees it, he goes, Hey, mouse, I want to go play at mouse. I want to go play mouse games. But she sees the games through the window. And here lately, we haven't had time after the gym or before the gym to go to Chuck E. Cheese. So I said out loud at the gym, we'll go to Chuck E. Cheese some other time, I promise. You see, even though those people at the gym won't see that promise fulfilled, I promised it to my son. Just like God does, he promises his children things in front of the enemy. And while the enemy will see it, his children know that they can count on his word because God has never fallen through with his promises. God has never failed on his promises. So once I take my son to Chuck E. Cheese, and he'll be like, yeah, dad promised. He'll know that whenever I, I promise him something, that it'll happen. It might take a few weeks. It might take a few years. It might just be the next day. Whatever the case is, we know that our father in heaven, who has promised us life abundant in him, we know that we can count on it because every promise he has ever given to his children has been fulfilled. It has, it has always been proven true. So just remember that whenever your father in heaven says, son, daughter, here's what I'm promising you. You can take it to the bank because God is always good on his word. Always. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for, for bearing with me while I, I release this word. Uh, I hope that you all have a great weekend. Um, remember to share this with your friends, uh, with your family, with anyone that you feel 
needs to be reminded that God is a man of his word and he will always pull through. Thank you again. Have a great weekend. Bye.